so there was there's a point in my life where I was interested in this girl, and and like this girl, she worked at a restaurant that wasn't the classiest establishment on the planet, very similar to Hooters, right? So oh, those are the best places. Uh, you know, again, there, like Twin Peaks. there's plenty of great people out there that, <laughs> that are doing those jobs, working hard, hard work for their money, yeah. right? But there's also like some sketchy people that work at these places. She was, she was fairly attractive. I'm guessing a couple years into the drugs, because first side <laughs> effect we saw, meth mouth. Like, she didn't have that, right? Um, I went over to her place, and she 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 was doing some stuff that, like, I don't... I To, to be clear, don't know if it was meth. <laughs> it, it just was not a flowery substance. It was not tobacco substance. It wasn't, it wasn't familiar. It wasn't alcohol. Those, like, those are the only three things that I had seen on a regular basis. Sure. That I was comfortable with. Like, this was something out of a pipe. It no. Yeah, I, it was just like, it, the way she hit this thing, I'm like, oh my God. No. Like you've, and this is, when you see somebody smoke something like that, you're like, oh, you've done this before. It's not like, oh, you know. Like, yeah. This is you different. know you know familiarity when you see it. Yeah. And and this was like a run. So, you know, like the the, the meme or the, the TikTok video. Mm-hmm. Run. Like, that's what I felt like. I, I, I got the hell out of there immediately. I never talked to the girl again. It was Sometimes just, you just got to go. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even expecting. Like, listen, I was in college. I didn't know shit. Like, I, I, you know. That's the kind of night where you wake up and you itch. <laughs> I was, yeah. You, <laughs> you avoided the itch. You, you, well, you take a shower. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what, what did I walk myself yeah. into? That's night? not one of those ones that you look back and be like, I accomplished a lot that night. No, you're like, okay, all right. Got home safely. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, exactly. Good, got home safely. Night, yeah. Everything's good. Slept night. Had a, had a nightcap or whatever. It's like that. I had one, the same thing, not meth, but we're hanging out. And underneath, I, it was either a couch or something in the living room. Pulls out a whole bottle of vodka and it starts chugging it. I was like, no. That even was weird because the bottle was just sitting. Look, I'm all for drinking. I have no issue with that. But when you pull a bottle from underneath your couch, like, you know, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that goes, it goes back to those stories where you're like, you, you people, you see people drinking in college and you're like, okay, they've got a, a beer. They've got, you know, they're taking a shot yeah. or whatever. But you, you find a girl that's got a handle, you run. No, handles are a different ball game. <laughs> you run. She's like kamikaze yeah. coming yeah. at you. right? Underneath her couch. It. And we were already drinking because we were – this is when I, I was in San Diego. And this, we were already – and it was like a nightcap. And we were like – I was like, All right, I'll hang out for a little bit. She reached – and I was like, bro, this girl is sloppy. Yeah. I don't like sloppy. You, you don't pull out a, a bottle of liquor and – you know, just lady, and she just drank it right from the bottle. Ladies, gentlemen out there, both both, uh, just pour it. In, you know, a solo cup would be fine. Just just pour it straight into a solo cup. Don't don't drink it out of the bottle. No. Like that that's when you know you got a problem. Like right now, if we were recording this podcast and you broke out the fucking Weller and just started downing it from the bottle, I'd I don't be like, trust that yeah. guy. <laughs> huh? You, you just don't trust that guy. I would be like, all right. I got to be on alert. <laughs> she could go sideways quick. Yeah. Sketchy person. Yeah. Sketchy <laughs> this person. This could go a lot of different ways. Yeah. This is I, my last podcast. <laughs> and to be clear, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't the three things that I mentioned, which is the Did you see any of the substance that was in there? I, I no. I, I have no idea. Like, again, naive me, never been around that kind of stuff. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, it, you, you, you could have been like, I, I don't, I mean... Anything. 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 <laughs> and so you left right after that? Uh, so you didn't even see how it had affected her? T- two minutes. Uh, I went to the restroom and said, I got a call. I got to go home. The like, restroom the restroom's the key, the key move. Oh, Gives yeah, you a chance. You, that's when you settle yourself. Yeah, that's, like, that's your regroup room. Yeah, you're the, like, the restroom is where you go. You have that conversation in the mirror. Like, all right, let's get together. Like, and and no. this again, this is, could be naive me, but like, and and they're, they're, listen, there might be people out there that they're like, oh, I'm functional this way, like I'm fine. To me, this was foreign. This is yeah. like as foreign as it gets. I was encountered with something that I was like, I don't know. Again, to our our uh, Traylon, a uh, draft pick, right? The guy goes hunting for boar with a knife and a dog. That's a different level. Different level, right? This is what the this is what that felt like. It was like I have never been <laughs> hunting a boar with a knife 
and a knife. Dog. Not even like he- heavy ammunition or anything. A knife. No. That's, that's, that's the old school of the hunting game. Te- that since he was a teen, apparently. And I look at my dogs. <laughs> like my, my dogs are not doing anything. No. You, you saw yeah. the guard dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> they'll lick you. They'll, they'll like. They might nip you. at you a little yeah, bit, but that's puppy, about it. A, a puppy will nip on you. But yeah, you're not getting much out of them, right? That's a whole, that's a whole different level, man, to be on that. To, to kill something with a knife like that. I could shoot something from 100 yards. And a boar is like again never been. Like, I could be. Have you ever tried to kill a boar in Fortnite? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Imagine one in real life with a fucking knife. Yeah, I mean Fortnite pisses me off with the animals. It's like and they come out of nowhere. The wolves you, and everything. Why do you even have those things? Like, yeah, there's just some random shit that you put in a game just to, to yeah. mess with people. Right? Especially when you got somebody running up on you and you got the wolves dealing with it too. <laughs> yeah, it it like, makes it impossible. You're getting bit uh, while you're getting shot yeah. from a distance by a sniper. <laughs> and it, it's over. Yeah, somebody picks you off. It's it's over, and you don't have any of the fucking blue. It's over. And then the worst part is you see like the the screen that they're seeing, and then you see how yeah, you I'll, acted. <laughs> it's just like you're jumping around trying to avoid this wolf. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, it'll drive you crazy, dude. It'll drive you absolutely insane. It's amazing I haven't broke more controls over that game. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like the the game is one of the and then what I was talking about earlier with the building. Like I hate building shit. Like Oh, I'm terrible at it. I I'm a too. straight shooter. Give me a box and that's about the furthest I can get with a with building in Fortnite. But these kids, man, these three year old kids this goes back to the Halo days where you'd have like a oh I got you. And yeah. you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> have you ever have, have you ever been like at the end of Fortnite in the battle royale where you're fighting with somebody and they start building in the middle of fighting you're like you son of a bitch <laughs> I don't know how to do any of that yeah they they build the tallest sculpture yeah. ever <laughs> like, like you start shooting at them they just build all these walls and next thing you know they're like six levels up you're like God what the fuck did how you did just you do for so much brick <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's probably like an eleven year old kid in like Norway just oh dominating. absolutely they're like that's that's what they do when they get off school or whatever I mean. Thursday afternoon, like before the kid, when the kids are out of school and they haven't got online yet to play for their one hour is the prime time. That's when I get the number ones. That's when I get the victories is you got to, you got to find the time where the kids are not on. If I could do it during work hours, I I feel like it'd be work hours. You would dominate. You would have like a level 100. (laughs) You play from Wednesday from like noon to three. I'm acting like I'm like really good at Fortnite. No, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm I'm not that good. Like, I'm not I'm not that good. Either. It's I'm not passionate about it enough. Like I just go on there sometimes where I'm like I had a bad day. Do you know how you, you can know, tell like, somebody's passionate enough? I have basic skins where they randomly select it. Oh yeah, you yeah. don't listen. Have you ever I, fought against a guy that you know they they probably dropped their whole entire allowance? Yeah. No. When like the the people are listening, I am the cool uncle to my <laughs> Me nephews. Me too. Like I am the cool uncle. And so uh, they always expect me to, you know, buy them something. And they're like, "Will you get? Will you give me V Bucks for Christmas?" No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get you. Uh, I'm not gonna pay for you to play a game that's free that has no. Im- like I still kill people in Fortnite that have whatever twenty, thirty dollar skins. I don't care. Why would you? No, and then they're just going to come out with the next. All they movie. do is just give money to the game. Yeah, that's how. They, that's how. That's why Fortnite's free. Yeah, I, well, and that's a lot of these games, right? All these games are like ads, and you know, which it, to stuff. me is a great business model. Honestly, no, it's a great business model. Kids will pay out of their it. ass, but us, I'm not blind. No, like I can see. No, I'll take the free skins when they give it. You're not going to Stevie Wonder me on this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously, like. Like my nephews, Ray so- Charles. I'm not getting Ray Charles by yeah. y'all. No, and you know, there's speculations that some of these people aren't. You know, they can see. Like I, <laughs> I've heard several stories where, like, uh, I think Shaq was in the elevator with. Uh, I don't know if it was Ray Charles or Stevie. I, I don't remember, but um, Stevie but Charles. Stevie Charles, <laughs> and uh, he said, "What up, Shaq?" Yeah. Like, did you hear that story? Like, no. Yeah, and, and so like. You know, there's speculation. There's speculation, right? Yeah, but it's anyway, all speculation here. The, the, we're not trying to get hashtag misinformation here. I, yeah, we're not misinformationing no. anything. I just, I'm just well, saying. Well, all, all we're saying is that Stevie Wonder has been lying his entire career. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're saying. I, all I'm saying is I read an article one day on the internet yeah. that, that makes it 100%. That says Stevie has been able to see this entire time. Uh, but yeah, they want these like 
V-Bucks, skins, whatever. And I'm just, there's no way I'm going to give them a gift card on that. No. I will go give them an experience. Like, we'll go to the science museum. Or zip lining, we'll, something. Yeah, we'll do something, right? I'm not going to give you virtual world tickets. Yeah, I've had, I've had uh, some of my nieces be like, there's a, there's, there's all, I don't know the name of the game off the top where they're like, Hey, just give me a hundred dollar gift card to this game so I can buy all these things. And I'm like, no, no, no. no I, they make, I can see why parents do it. Cause they're probably like, Oh yeah. Oh. Worn out. Yeah. They, they get you at the 90, you're at 90%. You worked all day. Yeah. You took them to school. Mom, they're only, it's only 50 bucks. You and then I'll be lunch. I would pay 50 bucks if it was my kid to be like, Hey, just. Just please, just please, please <laughs> focus on something else. Please. Do something as long as your homework's done and you brush your teeth, play for just fucking please. three hours. I don't yeah. care. Like that's, and you know, sh- shout out to parents because you know, we're neither one of us no. are like neither we, one of us are parents. And so I'm not, this is no way, shape or form saying the parents aren't doing what we're, they're, we're just saying the observations that we've made over the time <laughs> have said the, the affirmation, the, the confirmations I made to not having kids. Yeah, it it just have has led us to believe, you know, through deductive reasoning. Exactly, that, it's all it's all it, it's all education. Like, yeah, all we're trying to do is build the best possible thing towards why things are a certain way. Yeah, so we we believe through observation, <laughs> through through the um the the whole process that we've seen and our hypothesis the, on our this. Hypo- this is what the I was hypothesis. Looking, the hypothesis is what I was looking for the hypothesis is <laughs> that you're just saying please at the end of the day yeah like, okay all right if all I got to do is give you a gift card and that, that's $20 like I'll give you $20 that'll save me a hundred dollars yeah. worth of pain. Hey, you here, here's a hundred dollar gift card towards that. Daddy needs his brown juice from Wednesday yeah. to, to Saturday from fucking six to nine. I just want to watch a, I want to watch a game. Yeah. Let me watch a game. Daddy's going to drink his brown juice and now my daddy's happy juice. My nephews are getting older now. They're five and like, yeah, I, I say this, this is going to be quoted now. Uh, five and seven, eight, six and eight. I don't, I, one of the ballpark, two, right? Ballpark. Uh, they're getting into sports now, so it's interesting. I, I love that because no, that's great. You can watch sports with them, and they and care. you can play. Like if they come over, you can. It's it's not like I want to watch Baby Shark. Like <laughs> I, I like I and or Frozen I want, the whole all of them. The one of the things that frustrated the most is, and I know there are people listening that have kids, but like your kids watching kids play games on YouTube. Or like open a gift on YouTube, you're just like, oh my god, why are you watching somebody else? But then at the end of the day, you're saying, please. <laughs> hey, w- distractions, <laughs> distractions. I, I I hear parents saying a lot too, like I don't want my kids to be glued to a screen. But every time I'm over there and they have to do something, what are they doing? The glued to a screen. Just watching. Yeah, They're just watching. You know why? Because it's the easiest way. Of, like it, it, it has to. And again, through hypothesis. Hypothesis. Through it's always through a hypothesis. Obser- observation. <laughs> I've realized that deductive reasoning. Deductive reasoning has sold me to believe <laughs> uh, that you know kids have got a lot of energy and parents do not. Like, no. At the end of the day, you guys work. You, you go to work every day. You pack the lunch. You get drop ready them in off the at morning. school. You drop off at school, you pick up from school, you deal with the homework, and when you're done- Making dinner the whole nine. You want a Chardonnay. <laughs> you, you, want a, you want a bourbon double. Well, you know, different Chardonnay. Different no, no, things. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Bourbon double, Chardonnay. If you're a tequila drinker out there, I understand. I We under we hear you. I'm not- Yeah, we hear you. They're, we're pro you. We we are pro parents. It's how I activate, and I don't have children. <laughs> exactly. You guys are the reason why I make the decisions that I make. Yeah. This is why I love being the uncle, <laughs> and and I will be a great freaking <laughs> uncle until I die. This episode's really going to hold its own in three or five years if we have a kid. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> Dad, you remember episode forty six? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, shout out to accidents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out, big shout out, big shout out. Like it, it, it's crazy because there's so much that goes involved. Like I'll be at my friend's house and I, I get exhausted just sitting there. Yeah. 
especially when I go over my buddy's house or anywhere that has kids and we start getting a little saucy and then the kid walks in. Yeah. That's like right now us hanging out here and like your son, if you had a son that came walking in, we'd be like, what's up, buddy? It's always what's up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, daddy's recording a podcast. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm a little busy right now. Yeah. I want some Cheerios. I'm hungry. And you know, yeah, yeah. Gotta, you gotta do the, what's best for the child. Yeah. It's always best for the kids, but that's why we make the decision to not do that. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of those things. Like I love being an uncle because I, too. I get to like Heisman get to at the end of the weekend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At the, at the end of the weekend, you're like, all right. Or you get I to get the car and come home. I, 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 quit uh i keep threatening my uh my sister-in-law that would that is the parent of these uh children mm-hmm. uh that i'm gonna buy them a drum set and like a guitar uh if they you know, like because there's nothing better than also taking the uncle yeah. status and being like oh i can make your life yeah <laughs> a little bit it's like it's like Just hey a here's a whole bag work. of skittles have fun with this tonight <laughs> yeah well, that's the grandparent trick, right? You just give them a bunch of candy and yeah. you send them home. It all makes sense now. It all, yeah. History repeats itself when you're younger. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, and and I think all grandparents out there uh, are probably like, we do that because you were such a pain in our ass. Yeah, my 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 aunt, big shout out to Aunt Lori and Uncle Gary. Love y'all. She had the biggest cupboard. And every time I went over there, she always had like 20 boxes of cereal. I'm talking about good cereal, the kids cereal, like not Publix brand, not Kroger brand. Like, are we talking about Fruity Pebbles? Well, I always loved Golden Grahams, but they always had like the new cereal, Count Chocula's. Huh? Golden Grahams? I love Golden Grahams, dude. Better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I love, don't don't get me wrong. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was up there. She had that too. We need a poll. Yeah. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Golden Grahams. I love Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch was the shit. Did you like Crunch Berries? I was better on the berries than I was the peanut. The peanut was weird because yeah. it left that film. Yeah. And then once I got out of the cereal phase, then they decided to be like, hey, guess what? All berries. No Captain Crunch regular. It's just the whole berries. It's just all sugar. It's all. It- 65 that's grams that's- of sugar per serving, 27 servings. Okay. And that's why I shout out my ad because I would have not one cereal, bowl of cereal. I would have a bowl of cereal knowing I was about to move into the other one. I would like go in there and be like, all right, I'm going to start off with Sam Tells Crunch. Then right after that, I'm going to go into Fruit Loops. And then right after that, I'm going to go into this. I would just sit there and eat cereal. To to be fair, though, to your aunt, the FDA, <laughs> they made she that was pyramid. ahead of her time. She <laughs> they they made that pyramid that was like all this shit on the bottom yeah. was like the the foundation of the yeah. period the, the 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 pyramid. Sorry, <laughs> the, the foundation, right? The food and chain. it was like cereal was on that. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, exactly. It doesn't matter what cereal it is. Yeah, in the 80s, it was like. As long as it's not surge, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're- if I were to, if I were to bowl, eat, like, cause I used to have a bowl at like 10 o'clock. If I were to have a bowl of Fruit Loops at 10 o'clock at night, I'm not able to fall asleep now. Like messes with my really? whole oh, sugar, man. man. I can drink, I, I can drink espresso right now. Es- uh, es- so you're able to drink like an espresso at night and still go to sleep? Absolutely. Now, staying asleep is the problem for me. Yeah. But I think that's when you get to like adult age. That's when you know you're an adult is when you can't stay asleep as a guy for women it seems like falling asleep is the problem now again hypothesis off of uh deductive reasoning but (laughs) i feel like for women it's more of like falling asleep and for guys it's more staying asleep yeah staying asleep or not snoring which causes them to wake up yeah are you a snorer i am not a snorer i i've sometimes had conversations my sleep really they're they're intelligent like goodwill hunting type shit yeah, it, nothing makes sense. Uh, my favorite thing is actually staying awake when my wife starts talking in her sleep because nothing makes sense. Like, love her to death. She rolls over and she'll have a conversation with me. And then she's like, you know, it'll be like the cheese outside. You know, like it, it nothing makes sense. Does she ever remember it? Absolutely not. Like when I even tell her, I have to videotape it just, just to, to prove, prove it. it. Yeah. That's how I got proved that I snored because I was like, no, I don't. Like, I'm fine. I sleep. I saw when you see a video of yourself snoring, it's humbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've had snore nights. I think it's just like, you know, it's the drinking. I think it just the, opens it up. I, I I guess like, but I know it's common for if you've been drinking a lot, the snoring happens. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't talk on that. I don't drink a lot. I just I don't either. Yeah, today is a bad problem day. You need a refill. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did the weather last time. I so think you're Henry McKenna, huh? Henry McKenna. Yeah, let's do some Henry McKenna. Where right. are you at? I'm good. You know what sound is a beautiful thing? Other than when a pick is in on the NFL draft, they go da na 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 na. Yeah, shot, uh, the draft this year has been incredible. Oh, it's been great. Um, oh, isn't that 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 noise I is just amazing? I just, I just chubbed up a quarter. <laughs> I mean, we we uh, instead of having kids, I decided to collect bourbon. So since two, the impre- and the the collection here is absolutely impressive. So spend a second talking about that. Yeah, so I can I can do that. Uh, I worked at a fairly large technology company for, um, eight to nine years uh, of which I covered Tennessee and Kentucky, uh, in the field, uh, of, of some of those years. Right. And, um, early on I was thinking of what can I collect? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't like baseball cards. I honestly don't play a lot of video games, so I got a PlayStation five, but like before that, probably an original xbox was the last console i owned i don't have collectibles i don't do anything like that we don't really i honestly outside of like work clothes i don't spend money so i was like oh what can i enjoy because you know the wife has her enjoyments as well right yeah just like i'm sure yours uh, significant other does as well And, and and so like i started collecting bourbon and uh it's a big thing here in tennessee too. it's it's a big thing now it it was a big thing it was a bigger thing then but not as big as it is now and so everywhere i went i would pick a bottle and and to i don't drink a lot actually the you know i make jokes but i typically don't drink a lot uh during the weekday or our weekends i honestly think bourbon is one of those like things that you enjoy with friends yeah it's a community drink, right? I, I agree because when you when you sit and drink by yourself, it's not as fun. No. Like I'll do it every now and then if I'm at home by myself. If I'm just sitting around, I'm like, all right, I'll have a... But it, it never takes off the way it does when you're with friends. Absolutely. And and when A.G. Brown gets traded like, and it's your franchise and you're just thinking, we, we were so close. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then I, when we got Tom Brady, it went the other way. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're set. Yeah, you could probably get like JUCO and shout out to JUCO people because I know there's there's some people that are out there just trying to just make it and they don't have the money and uh, you know there are plenty of good talent out there. But anyway, I, I I started collecting bourbon and at the time I I you know was good with relationships and and so I would I would create relationships at everywhere I went and um you know honestly eighty percent of my collection came from one liquor store. I had a relationship with the owner, great guy, um, out of Mount Juliet, uh, Tennessee. And he helped me get a lot of the stuff that I have today that I honestly kept. And so, um, certain things I would drink, right. I would, I would, you know, I don't, I don't hold everything. And honestly, I don't hold much at this point, but I have collected us extensive and out of bourbon because I don't drink much. And I bought, I I bought a bottle like, uh, you know, every couple of weeks or something. And so I think you're looking at about 53 to 54 bottles. If I counted right. It's impressive time. to look at. And, and, you know, there's, there's a range in there. Some, some pappies and some mm-hmm. EHs and, and some, some, some pretty popular bottles out there. But like, you know, one of my favorite drinkers is Elmer T. Lee. I ended up buying a case of Elmer T. Lee in 2016. And like, it was a $40 bottle. It's a $40 retail bottle, folks, if you don't know. Uh, if your husband's or you, you know, like like bourbon, you're probably looking on the secondary market and it's $200. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's worth that, though. Like, yeah. Elmer T is is probably my favorite daily drinker that I had at the, at the time. What year did you start this? 2014. 2014. So when you first started, where we are now? 2022 what was your first bottle that you got that you were like fuck yeah oh, do you have a- one that sticks out where you're like this is when i started going so 
back back then Weller Antique was the store pick that everybody had. So I had a bunch of Weller Antique store. This is back in fourteen. This is 2014 to honestly like 2018. Okay. Weller Antique store picks were probably the thing that I collected the most of, and I was just like every time. It's a $39 bottle retail, so we're not talking expensive money. It was just, you know, at the time, it was like three or four days, and they were sold out. Now, if Weller Antique went on store pick, we would be lucky to have seen it four hours later because that's how popular bourbon has gotten. Um, but the bourbon that, that are the whiskey slash bourbon, because that's pretty much what I do, American whiskey and bourbon. Sure. Um, that that has got that got me started collecting was Elijah Craig, and it was the 18 year mm-hmm. that I really wanted that I sought after that that made me start collecting, and I actually had a, a decent relationship with uh, the folks at Heaven Hill at the time. Uh, we did some work with them in the technology space, and uh, I I ended up getting a lot of stuff from them, but I never got that Elijah 18 until last year. Oh actually. shit! So this is yeah. So the, the, there's a bottle behind you on the, the second rack that is the Elijah 18. It's actually the only bottle out of that whole collection that I paid secondary market for because it was the, the bottle that made me want to start collecting. Do you know also what I heard during what you're saying about that? It just It's another example that shows you that relationships matter. Yeah. Because you, you, you literally said it multiple times, the relationships that you had. Yeah. It was absolutely all relationships. Like, it's underrated nowadays, especially with how easy online's made everything. Personal relationships still matter. Well, and I think bourbon is interesting too because bourbon, the bourbon market is. Um, there's a lot of travel people. Yes, yeah, I agree. There, there's a lot of people out in Nashville that that just hit every liquor store, or there's a lot of people out of Georgia that'll come up to Tennessee to hit every liquor store. A lot of people that'll travel to Kentucky and hit every liquor store. And frankly, like you're, if you're successful at that, great. That that's good for you. You work. There's hard effort for that. that goes into it. There's for sure extreme effort that goes into that. But I'm not the eff- Like I'm not that type of effort guy. Like where I'm a a volume person. I'm a quantity person, mm-hmm. right? I, quality over quantity, right? Right. Um, where I just really want to appreciate the store that I work with, and and that was what. I think got me the Pappy 15 or the mm-hmm. 18 or I, I actually, this is terrible, but I don't even know what, but the actual Pappy, I got several uh, rare editions uh, of E.H. Taylor through them. I'm, I mean, E.H. Taylor is no joke. The, the small batch is what you, you yeah. had the other day. Like, Oh my God. I mean, Nick and I were like, what is this? Yeah. I mean, that was the first time I had it. That That is by far one of the best bourbons out and i i'm scared to even say that because the market is already crazy on yeah. it um but if i could make that a daily drinker i would spend money on that or eagle rare over uh blanton's or uh you know blanton's is good it's just not to me small batch eh taylor right? i agree at the same price yeah no I, I see what you're saying about that it's and all that is this crazy the bourbon market here because growing up before i moved to nashville I never was a bourbon whiskey drinker. I wasn't. Like Florida, your beer, vodka, Captain Morgan, the whole nine. Like moving up here, when I hit, I haven't looked back. It's my favorite thing to drink. Well, one of the things that I thought was interesting and, you know, bourbon is one of the things I'm, I'm pretty passionate about. If right. You, if you were to, if you were to ask me, but like, if you watch the show Neat on Netflix, I, I know what you're talking about. Netflix. Yeah. Um, but Neat talks about the history of American bourbon and the cycles that goes through. And so for a long time, it was your grandfather's drink, right? right it was, it wasn't sexy. It wasn't like it, everybody wanted clear liquors for a long time. Yeah. And so like, when you look at, um, the EEH Taylors of the world, the people, uh, Elijah Craig, the person, right. Uh, of, of all this, the, the Pappy Van Winkle, the person it's interesting to me because it's all history. And now collectibles are so hot, yeah. right? So you look at the NFT market, the the collectible market, and collectibles are so hot. And to me, it's like, if you look at bourbon, there's nothing more American than bourbon. There's nothing more. Yeah, I don't really have an argument to that point. Yeah. There, it's 
it, it's shocking to me because it is enriched history. It's American oaked barrels. It's, you know, it's aged at a certain, it, it's everything that, you know, during prohibition and the, the, all of the wars that happened, bourbon was the foundation of what made America uh, who it was. And, and it's fun to see it kind of recycle back. But like drinking bourbon yeah. and the person that likes bourbon, you're like, please stop, stop subscribing. Exactly. <laughs> stop right. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the Florida market, the Utah market, like any state at this point has more bourbon drinkers than there are bourbon. And like, now that I'm now, I'm now that I've been keen to how it works, it's fascinating. Yeah. And, and to know that a bottle takes you know, uh, there's a lot of blends now because they didn't have enough bourbon to even mm-hmm. supply the the normal supplier. Uh, almost everything's blended, but everything blends out at about six to eight years. So think yeah. about the you know supply of trying to forecast that, and then looking at some of the more aged bottles that I have, 15, 18, 20 year old bourbons, and forecasting of that is crazy. And one of the things that they talk about on Neat the show uh, that I was talking about is a distiller or the person that the master distiller for that, that brand only sees really in their lifetime, two of their own batches because of the age statement. So it takes them so much time to, to age this stuff. They only see two, potentially three of their own barrels uh, being, you know, uh, released to the public. So that's it's, fascinating when you think about it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then they pass it on to their family and then they pass it on. So it's, it's an interesting uh, world. And, and it's nice to see that like, you know, Buffalo Trace has a huge amount of brands now. And, yeah, like, they do. Pappy. I like Buffalo Trace. Yeah, I, Buffalo Trace is by far, I, I would actually not by far. Take that back. Heaven Hill is the, the largest... Um, single owner distributor uh, in the in the u.s right so they own they're the they're uh, solely owned by heaven hill like there there's no big conglomerate behind it it's it's them they're a family-owned business to me that that is the most successful thing in bourbon because they actually stayed through prohibition they stayed through all of the trials and tribulations and they they like continue to make it where like you know the the pappies of the world and the those those people they they ended up having to sell out because and a lot of them sold out to japanese companies and then you know some of those companies come back to the u.s um through this overall success of bourbon but that's a testament though for whenever you have something that has that much longevity that's a that's a testament to the product that's how important it is yeah, again, it, I think it comes back to like it. It represents the American flag better than anything. And it's been it, it's different. It's not like a fad, right? Where it's good, like down to it's every. There's a reason why generation after generation after generation is like this is the shit right here. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it it's um, to me bourbon when you drink it like any spirit, it's like okay, gets me drunk, right? It, yeah, it it does the. Perfect. I like the sipping factor too. Like when you, yeah, you don't take a shot of this. You, it's you not. Sip. You don't chug it. Yeah, you sit and you have a drink and and if you sip it the right way, to me, you actually taste the years. You take you taste the 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 sweat, the labor, the the tears that went into the good the ones stand out for sure. Yeah, because so if you the, give me a cheap bottle of Evan Williams, I can tell right away. Like, by the way, Green Label I think is on allocation now. Like, really? meaning that there's more supply there's more demand than there is supply which is is crazy to me right but like you know again bourbon is like you taste the oak and so when you start taking tasting the american oak and the the wood you start it almost feels like heritage it does like you're drinking something that's like history yeah like it's gone through the thing buffalo trace going back to them my buddy and i went to a cigar shop and we they had a buffalo trace one and I, I don't do cigars a lot, but when I do, I try to find one. And that Buffalo Trace cigar was really good. It was like flavored with the, and it was good. Yeah. And like whiskey dipped mm-hmm. Buffalo Trace. Yeah. 
a lot of those are, you know, again, that, it comes back to like cigars are so, sort of nostalgic as yeah. well. Like if you talk about Cubans and stuff like that, there's some nostalgia around it and the, how the aging process of the tobacco goes. I, I mean, drinking, it, I don't, again, I don't drink a lot, so I don't smoke a lot of cigars, but when I do, mm-hmm. I like Dos Equis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, me too. No, yeah, me the, too. That is the same, you know, you, you, you kind of want to sit there slowly, enjoy it type of type of, approach. I'll still never forget what was in a Cayman when that cigar roller just Hand wanted nothing to do with Nick. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Like you and I were talking Hardly to him. Nick ever, came over, his yeah. whole demeanor changed. Yeah. I, I slightly remember. I, I was on like four old fashions that night. I, I love an old fashioned too. I, see, I can't, I can't get behind, um, mixed drinks in general. Old fashions only because I feel like the if you make them the way I make them is I don't put a lot of mixture in there. It's a little bit of the bitters, but I like it's it's more mostly bourbon. But there's so many different styles. There, like there are a lot of styles. Uh, you get some that are like way too sweet. There's some that are like the cherries. Listen, if you're making old fashions out there and you don't use the right cherry, I agree. Don't make a old fashioned. I so when I do do old fashions, I usually do like two, like as my max, and then I go to straight. See, that's a weird thing to me because I'm like, I want to taste the bourbon first, and then as I slowly digress, is what I'd call it, (laughs) digress, right? I want to be able to then like it's consumption based at that point. I I like to start off with making my drink because I've learned how to make old fashions, and there's a certain art to it. And then when I go to other places, I always try their old fashioned first. And then once I had the old fashioned down or two, then I'm like, all right, I just want the straight bourbon. So maybe that is backwards, but that's the way I, I there's a lot of people that are the same way, right? There at some point, I just don't want any more sweetness. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, I, I don't know if it's weird. Cause I, I drink unsweet tea too. Like I, I'm in the South and I drink unsweet tea. You goddamn communist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be, because I've kind of adapted to this, like, lower sugar content like which is smart because it's just more of like a palate thing like i I don't know it's weird because when i say i I, a mixed drink like a mixed drink to me is vodka and soda water and a lime right it's not yeah you and every girl on broadway hey listen (laughs) i'll go down listen you try to watch your figure (laughs) exactly It, it, it well it's not even about that it's just like i that's what i enjoy if i'm gonna drink liquor I kind of want to taste the liquor. No, like, <laughs> I, I completely agree. No, that's why whenever I do an old fashioned, it's it's like I, I stop because it's like at some point you just want that straight. You get like one or two and you're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, like, I'm good. Because I've, I've done the, the vodka sodas are very, those are the ones I go to if I'm like, because if you sit, if we were to go to Broadway and have five straight good glasses of bourbon, we're done. Yeah. Vodka sodas, I feel like you could pace your night. Yes. And then I also feel like sometimes they go down too easy. Too easy. Well, that's another problem. Yeah. You're, you're like, by the time you had like four or five of them, you're like, hey, (laughs) next thing you know, you're having that conversation where I'm like, we were there. Yeah. I don't remember going there. Yeah. I, I thought we went home at 1030. I threw up in a garbage can. Oh yeah. We took an Uber home. Yeah. (laughs) I got a three-star rating. (laughs) (laughs) You look at, you get the receipt in the morning. Like Jesus. When did we do that? Yeah, I I mean, I, but I, I know several people that do the same thing. Like, I've got a buddy that drinks, which is weird that they, this this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Everything that he drinks is neat, but he doesn't drink neat, like uh, straight. So it's like old fashioned neat. So like a warm, semi-warm, mm-hmm. old fashioned. I couldn't do a semi-warm old fashioned. The ice cubes everything in an old fashioned. Honestly, disgusting, right? Yeah. We can. We, so every, he's a psychopath, is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I'm worried about his health. <laughs> I'm worried about his health and his psyche, his mental health, everything. Yeah, I mean, I think what all he does viewers, after hours, I I don't want to know. I think all viewers would agree. On ice is the only way to drink an old fashioned. I agree. At least a single cube. If, the only time I'll ever drink an old fashioned without ice in it is if I'm hammered at a bar and somebody gave me one and I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot about this one. Don't know no better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the only time I could ever see myself doing something like that. 
Yeah, I, I, um, I, it's just not my thing. And and when I've had old fashions, like I have, a, I ended up getting one of those little smoke attachments, like the little like to smoke your drink. Oh, that's a big thing that to smoke. Amazon, yeah. Instagram purchase, like <laughs> literally, they target marketed the like hell out of me. Everything else, yeah, they 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 figured me out, right? Amazon uh, figures everybody out. They're geniuses. So I I ended up buying this thing. It's like 20 bucks, right? It, it's just like, you, you, you're thinking about it and you're like, yeah, I, I could probably use this. Right? Yeah. I tried it the first night and I'm like, this is a terrible decision. It was like a ghost farted in your drink, huh? Yeah, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> it just powdered it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just look at it and you're like, man, this was not a good decision. <laughs> like, it made my. Drink. But at least I got it in less than a day. Yeah, I mean, I got it. Yeah, day and a half. Pretty I much. got it from between two and six p.m. Yeah, free shipping because I'm Prime member. Shout yeah, out of Prime course. Members. If you're not a Prime member, come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I end up buying it. I I make my first drink. I make him one as well, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, this is great. It could use a little smoke." And I'm like, "This, this is shit. This is terrible. This, this is the my hypothesis says had. you're correct, sir." <laughs> deductive reasoning says <laughs> like you're just like you're sitting here like thinking to yourself like no this is terrible like but then i realized i've never i, I don't i don't know in the last like five years when i drank that old-fashioned because i'm drinking it like we're drinking it right yeah. now ice cube nice Straight nice bourbon. size ice cube and you know bourbon the and, way god intended it the the way the earth intended the way the founding fathers in the earth intended this yes like when you talk about the age (laughs) and the soil and the sweat you taste it when you're when you're on ice but you don't taste it in a manhattan i mean let's let's be honest like the cherry ruins everything yeah so yeah oh this is good i i can't drink it like i'm like pouring it out and i'm like well I'm going to throw this purchase away. We're going to yeah. write this off to Amazon taxes. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got that purchase on Amazon, no, right? I've had like, it's usually like one out of seven. One out of seven Amazon orders is always like, all right, I fucked up. Or, or like the Instagram ads uh, or yeah. the, the, the those ads that hit you on social where you're like, damn, they know me too well. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they know what I'm interested me. in. But then when you get it, it's like, oh, this, this isn't shit. what I wanted. This is shit. Plastic. Yeah. It's plastic. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's not good. Yeah. Right. So you're, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, ah, this is, it's this like is an old Navy t-shirt, right? Where you're like, you get it and you're like, this is a nice t-shirt for only like $11. And then actually you put it through the wash one time. You got one less sleeve. Yeah. You're, 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 you're wearing a midriff. Yeah. You exactly. You're wearing you're, a midriff. Yeah, you're wearing, you're seeing your midriff showing and it's I, got, it's got a letter missing and it's a midriff now at, at, at your height. You don't have that 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 inches to yeah. get. No, I, believe me, it's very very fucking sensitive ecosystem over here with the shirts. <laughs> it's like before we didn't see your belt, and no. now we see your belt and yeah, your belly and, and my belly button, and yeah. that's not good for anyone. I don't know, you know, like back in the day, I think Happy Trails were. You remember Happy Trails? Yes. The 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 yes. lower the lower stomach. Yeah, I, I could never pull that off I, as much as listen, I tried. I'm, I, I'm not. I, I have too much torso. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think to look back on that is is disgusting. <laughs> it really is. It's terrible. It's, it's it's a terrible idea and and concept. It was like one of those fads that you're like, oh, glad this only lasted a couple of years. And what did our hypotheses tell us about that? It's a no go. It's a no go. Yeah, that's why when shit repeats itself, I'm like, haven't we learned from this? Like, why do they keep trying to bring bell bottoms back? Why do they keep trying to bring back all that? Let it go. Yeah, I mean, because now like I see this a lot, of, like. The way fashion seems to me, it's like the guys are wearing the tighter clothes and the girls are wearing like the baggier clothes now. I mean, seriously. It makes like, it's just the way I get it. Let's just go both tight. Hmm? Let's just do both tight. Let's just keep it real. Let's let's show what we got. So your age, do you remember, did you have Jinkos when you were growing up? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, good. All right. So we're on the same. The fact that that was a thing. Yeah, it's scary. I will say this. This might get me canceled. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say it anyway. Don't don't make our episode the one that you cancel. I know the, the last. The, I mean, we've been over two hours, and I, I feel like Jinkos are the Holocaust of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I, it's tragic that it. 
I'm talking about like now you have you seen a Jinko's where they literally goes out to like right here. Uh, you could wear stilts on Jinko's. Like you could, yeah, you but could be it, you could be 300. You could be 110. It was it obnoxious. It, it should. It, the reason why I bring that analogy of it is it should never have happened. <laughs> that there, there's no reason why Gene should have went out. I can understand having a little bit of, but if you look at the real Jinko's that went out the. I mean, it was like you had 20 pairs of jeans on there. They got obnoxious. Flying with it. squirrel. It, huh? You were a flying squirrel. Yeah. It should never have happened. I agree. History it, should learn from it. Those are the two comparisons I have to. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what we can say about that politically correct wise is that we now have the technology in place to know that that was not a good look. No, that wasn't good. That was a terrible look. There's no reason for that. to re- But I feel like. What I'm seeing a lot on the from the fashion sense is the girls' jeans are getting baggier and bigger, and they're like blowing out. And I'm saying this, and this isn't misinformation, but it's see, <laughs> so this is my version of making fun of the news, where they take something and they exaggerate it, and they're like, "So what's next? Is this? this is we can style. prevent this ahead of time. Don't let the jeans go any bigger. What you have now is fine, but if we get if we let Jinkos come back into this world, we're only setting ourselves back." Yeah, I mean we're we're repeating ourselves and now we're going to have, you know, carbon emissions that mm-hmm. are <laughs> let we don't have to bring everything back. Not everything needs to be a fucking throwback. Yeah. Let, Some things you let die. Yeah. No pun intended. I mean, I completely agree. Um there are certain genes that are like the and and what's crazy is the first time I've ever been in an Abercrombie since I was like 15. I, I actually worked in Hollister, by the way, like uh, and, at, at, in college, no like first year of college, right? Uh, Those clothes never fit me in. And well, I was never a model. So I don't know if that tells you about me. Uh, oh, I thought you were. No, I was never the front model. I was never the floor. You were the, model. never the one in the front of the store. No, I was the guy. You were never spraying, the greeter. I was spraying perfume on everything and folding. Like that's, that was my job. John, you need to get your sales up. Yeah, apparently. But now that like, I go into an Abercrombie, uh, not by, not, not on choice, not, not by my choice at least. Uh, but I go in there and it's like, they're targeted as mom jeans. And I'm, I'm just thinking mom like, jeans, mom jeans. That's actually a target. That is a target market for them. Be, well, and I think country. there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things to, to digest in there. Hypothesis says <laughs> there's a lot of ingredients. Reasoning says that, um, these, you know, mom jeans, I think one Abercrombie didn't evolve, right? So they just kind of stayed. They, with they their, found their lane and they were like, we're not switching. And so they just aged accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. And there there are certain things that they target still at the younger crowd, but they still have like a hard market in this like, you were an Abercrombie fan when you were 16, be an Abercrombie fan at 35. We haven't changed much. <laughs> we haven't changed. And so they, they target these as mom jeans. And I'm just thinking like, why would... As a as a mom, and I don't know the answer to this, so sh- you know, question to the moms, like, why would you want that gene title? Like, why would you want that? Because yeah. there are some. Let's call it. Let's call it what it is. There are some moms out there that are kicking. Like they're they're you know they're they're doing well for themselves. No. They got the they, they're they're working out in every morning. And, and even if you're big not, shout like, out to Green Hills, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even if you're not. Like Lizzo's proved that you could be sexy and not yeah. be the the model type, right? And so you look at these these uh, titles that they put on these jeans, and you're just thinking, like, why would you even want to be? Yeah, why would you one? engage with that? Yeah, wh- and so the, I think to sum the story up is, you know, just just wear the jean that makes you feel good. And and I think what makes me feel good is like I like tight tighter clothes on myself, tighter tighter. I don't fitting. Like, Fitting, fitting. We'll go say fitting. I don't. I don't do tight, tight, you tight, know, tight. Like, I don't want. Or see, like you can't even sit down. Like you, you, you can see that blood vessel. Yeah, the, the higher thigh. Like, yeah, you, you don't want that. Like mm. no, I need to be mobile that. when I drink. Yeah, I don't need. I, I don't need to be restricted. <laughs> so you know, just wear the the, the jean that makes you feel good. But yeah. maybe it is a little you know more fitted. Well, that's my my that that's always my rule when it comes to clothing and fat or fashion or whatever. Like. What makes you feel good? Yeah. You, you, and we all know that feeling when you put something on, have you ever had something that you put on and you feel great? Absolutely. But somebody tells you it doesn't look that great. Screw on. And you don't care. It feel, 
it's all to me that that matters more than how it looks some of the time. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. You should not be wearing a three X unicorn or, or wolf shirt in public. Unless you're hanging if you, out. If you fuck with wolves, then, then do it. Yeah. If you fuck with wolves, that, but you can get a fitting shirt. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get, I get what I get it. I got to feel good. You got to feel good. Feeling and, good and, is everything. Feeling confident and feeling good is everything. And I, I actually, you know, bourbon, uh, we'll clothes and, and travel are about the only things I spend money on. Yeah. Travel, travel to me is way more worth it than material things. I experience, right? Like so, I'd rather have, a, I'd rather like you, your house is amazing, but if you didn't buy a single thing for this house and you just spend it all on traveling, I'm fine. Like I'd rather do it. That's what I would rather invest time in is seeing things and traveling like material things come and go. I actually enjoy when I, what I enjoy about traveling is essentially the culture. Like no matter where you go, they have a different culture. They have like a different feeling on life. And honestly, one of the things that I've loved about the Caribbean in general is just like the, the day to day, like I love life because I live here. Right. And that's something I feel like, you know, you want to talk about patriotism, patriotism. Um, we, we lack a little bit more now because now it's like they like the people in the Caribbean, like anyone, any country in the Caribbean is like, man, I wake up and I freaking see the sunrise and the sunset. I see the stars in the sky. I don't have, you know, we don't have that shit anymore. So mm-hmm. we have to create our own patriotism like, in this country. Whenever I go to another, whenever I travel, there's always a part of me once I get there and get settled in because it's always fun. I like the whole process of it, right? Uh, some of the airport and security and not fitting on airplanes, that plays a factor. <laughs> but once I get to, to a place, against. like when, when we're moving around or like when you're, when I'm trying, one thing that always hits me and it happens every day when I'm out of town or I'm somewhere, I'm always like, this is like a day to day here. And when I get back home, wherever I'm living, whether it's Florida or Nashville now, I'm always like somebody else is seeing this through a different perspective. And that's why I think traveling is so important getting outside your box because it gives you that perspective. I would never have that perspective if I was just in one city my whole life. I'd be like, this is the way it is. When you go out, there's even times here where I'm like, somebody's not seeing that the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. I mean, and I think the more you travel, the more you see, the more people, I mean, Europe is very similar to me to as like Caribbean is they, they what's your favorite place in Europe that you went to? Uh, that's a tough one. You know, one of my favorite, I actually was able to give my parents uh, the trip to Italy. Like, so Ooh, we, we Italy, took, I heard is awesome. We took them to Italy. My mom's, uh, family was born in Italy. Um, she had never got a chance to go. Um, and so that, that was one of probably the, the best experience of my life because, one, I love Italian food, and two, I got to give that to my parents. Uh, That's more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when you're a kid growing up, you just want to make your parents happy, and that 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 was the one thing that like I thought I was like that is going to make my mom hundred percent like. And you got to experience it with them. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, Italy would have to be probably up there. Um, we did, we did do like Greek islands. And I think that was, that's where I want to go. I'm going to go to Greece. And- yeah. We, we did Zakathos. So we didn't do like Mykonos and all the, the famous ones that are like popular around tourism. Mm-hmm. We did more of like, which the, is best. Yeah. Sometimes the most popular ones tourism wise aren't the funnest places. Yeah. I want to, I want to go and I want to feel the culture of the people. That, Cause again, to your point earlier, it was like, you feel what it's, what's right and what's wrong uh, as far as like what to appreciate. Right. And so like, and you can see the similarities because all people are the same when it comes to general, 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 like activities and participate. It's all the same. And you get to see that in different perspectives. Like people still wake up here. They still do this here. They just do it in different ways based on where they're at. Yeah. And I think, uh, the majority of, uh, people outside of the U S either that are listening or that, that actually experiences the, you know, the, the show, those people, 
you know, they have their own quality of life Mm -hmm. and that quality of life includes a lot of personal life. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the things that we kind of miss out sometimes as Americans. And I think some, from what I understand, some parts of Asia is the, the, the appreciation for quality of life on personal life. And so you look at like Caribbean people, they, they do their job and then they, they transition to their own personal life. I think that's interesting to me. Like they, they have a lot of personal life. Yeah. It's fascinating. The, well, that's why like all those shows and everything they do around the world is everybody watches it because it's fun. It It's fascinating to see people cause you get, you're in your bubble here, but to see people experiencing things across the, this world is huge, huge huge and to see things from other perspectives and i think humankind in general everybody wants peace everybody wants to get along everybody wants to have fun everybody at the core of human and of humans everybody wants the same thing and that's what's so fascinating because if you go to other places and visit it's the same shit it may be done in a different way but the values are the same that everything's the same and Especially in like war-ridden countries, man, like it's perspective, right? Like if you're not from a country like that, you can't judge people like that. Like you can only kind of just, and and let's put everything in a hole, right? Like I'm trying to think of the best way to put this perspective. That's the, that's the main word I can say, because just because shit's happening right here, it doesn't mean it's. You could literally get in a plane right now with me, John, but we could go to another country and shit is not cool. Oh, absolutely. And that is fascinating to me. Yeah, and I think that there's there's like three ranges of that, right? You've got um, your your countries that are pretty far advanced, right? Mm-hmm. I think cyber war is essentially the the, the way that they do war. Yeah, right, right now, it's, it's just crazy to say. Um, <clears throat> so you, you have that, and then you have that, next tier which is is pretty far down frankly uh which is still doing physical war Mm -hmm. which you know i think they're they're worried about land grab and you know stuff like that and not to go into all the stuff that's going on but that that's what i think is going on is 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 essentially it's a position of power it is not a actual physical piece of power it's a position of power. well you can make moves now without back in the day used to do you had to like invade but now you can take over something just by like flipping a switch on something or turning something off or accessing something. It's crazy. Well, and I think it's because certain people have already moved on to that next yeah. that that next level of war, which is like that cyber war. It's like oh, you can make your life miserable by draining money out of your pocket. Yeah, they can literally close down your bank account without hesitation. Correct. And then you have that third that third phase, which is like the third world type phase, which is they don't they're not affected by any of this really. They don't care. They want to live their life the way they live it. They just want to make enough income to essentially survive and like mm-hmm. get by and enjoy their life. And I think that's the most fascinating countries to to travel in because you get the perspective of that humble approach, yeah. right? That that like I I love when I go to tra- like one of the things that we're passionate about is travel. You know, the wife and I are, are passionate about that, but like. When we go travel, like one of my favorite things to do is see the sunrise and the sunset. I don't do that here. I, I I did for a little bit with the with the waterfalls. Like it was like the second year I lived here. I spent a whole summer waking up, and I was a big fan of the sunrises. I would I would wake up and go see a waterfall, but I I drive with the sunrise and be the yeah. first one there. So sunrises and sunsets, I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah, there's something powerful. Like in in a lot of people believe in meditation. Mm-hmm. But like meditation to me at a sunrise and a sunset is like the the closest you will ever be to yourself. Yeah, dude, I, I completely agree with you with meditation. I think it's very important, especially traveling meditation is different. It hit as the kids say, it hits different. Yeah, absolutely. Like, man, I just gotta tell you, John, like we've been recording. I mean, we're at almost two and a half, three hours here. I feel like I could sit here and talk with you for nine hours. It, it feels like 30 minutes. Too bad I'm not on Joe Rogan level where people want to listen to three hours <laughs> of me and my friends talking. But uh, most importantly, I got to tell you is my gratitude 
towards you for like since I started this is you've been on board with this since I started getting it tall, baby. <laughs> what a tall baby. And I I'm grateful, man. Like I really am. Like I started this to have fun with my friends and just to talk shit. And the fact that you're willing to spend time and do this, I'm just grateful for bro. Yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime I, this has been the first podcast, only podcast I've ever been on. And it's been a, it's been fun. Man. Bro, I, I feel th- is it just me or I feel like we could go for like three more hours? I, I, and listen, if we get enough likes, subscribes, <laughs> uh, comments, uh, I, I would do this again in a heartbeat. Want it tall wherever you get your podcast and you want to know it's something, even if we don't, I want to have you on again. Let's do it. Yeah, man. This would, I can't even tell you. Do you have your glass on you? Let's do a cheers. She's, she's where's, on your, the, where's your glass at, I, dude? I, we're empty. Oh, we're empty. All right. Well, I have one little sip to go. Thank you to every single one of you that is taking the time to sit and listen to us. Bro, this has been fun. Yeah. I can't wait. After and parties. you have a story you want to tell in the next episode, right? Oh, yeah. I've got a one at tall. All right. We, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Once again, one at tall on Instagram, one at tall.buzzsprout.com, wherever you get your podcasts, all the platforms, TikTok, Yahoo, Yahoo <laughs> YouTube, Instagram, all, all of them. Just go follow, like, comment, subscribe, help me out help grow everything this is a community i i look at every podcast as just a little slice of regular life i try to be as honest as possible through everything so i appreciate every single person jt i appreciate you bro let's go let's go all right and we're gonna end it on this one and ending and beginning is always my problem so we're i'm just gonna be like i love you guys thank you again to everybody see you peace say some hip-hop and jazz holla <laughs> I guess we uh-huh. got a hand on the jar. See you. What? Jazz, hip hop, bond like fusion. Slow grooving sounds that get the crowd moving. So for your amusement, we come to play. A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade. I get busy when I listen to Dizzy yeah. and relax when I hear Cold Train on sax. In yeah. fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious. Yeah. Monk anytime, day or night, week or month. So don't try to front like it's something you don't want. It's jazz music, y'all. Yeah. It's jazz I can music. this group here all night long Cause it makes me wanna move my feet uh. I really love my jazz When it's played with the hip-hop beat Hip-hop and jazz